to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back here on 93.7 The Ticket on a Tuesday. This is On the Block, and we are happy to be with you. Uh, again, Eric Strickland, Oscar Hall of Famer, longtime NBA vet, joining us here. He was uh, had a travel day yesterday, so we didn't quite get to hear from his uh, weekend opinions, and it was a busy weekend in Husker sports. So uh, we did kind of cover the Oshawn Mathis news. If you missed it so far, just joining us, Devin Drew, uh, another defensive lineman, this uh, time uh, from Texas Tech. Uh, deciding to transfer to Nebraska. He uh, looks like to be a defensive tackle, maybe on a four-man front, maybe a defensive end on a three-man front. Uh, in any case, uh, he looks uh, he's started two years for Texas Tech, uh, has one year left to play, so he's uh, he's basically a rental, but uh, will be a great addition to Nebraska's defensive line, potentially now adding two starters to it uh, over the last couple of days, um, kind of depending on how you look at Oshon Mathis. If he's, uh, uh, again, it kind of depends on those three-man, four-man fronts and what they do with that, but they're going to be multiple, so it, it'll it'll depend on what they're running there. Uh, in any case, uh, other news from over the weekend: the NFL draft strike happened, and Nebraska um, had their first uh, had their highest selections in the draft, uh, second round picks. Um, you know, since the Bo Pelini days, last, the last uh, draft for Bo Pelini when they had um, Amir Abdullah and Randy Gregory selected in the second round. This time, Cam Taylor Britt gets selected by the Bengals, and Cam Jurgens gets selected by the Philadelphia Eagles. These are the type of uh, kind of the, the super athletes on the team. Um, I don't know if Nebraska has those types moving forward, but uh, did, did it surprise you or this is about what you expected to see from those guys, at least in, in their draft positioning? I mean, we, we talked about it. I mean, we, 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 we talked that they would probably fall in the, you know, somewhere in the, I think Cam, I, we, we, let me just say this. We said that Cam Jurgens would definitely be the first one to go. Um, I thought what was interesting, too, is, it, you know, kudos as well to the New York Giants taking Wondell Robinson. I mean, obviously, oh, yeah. he was a Husker kid. Um, he did get a chance to go and transfer and shine a little bit. And, and not necessarily all because of um, anything that was wrong in Nebraska, other than the fact that he felt he wasn't being used right. And, and he didn't want to be running the ball as much as he he was in a Big Ten heavy run dominated yeah. and pounding type of yeah he didn't that's not what he wanted well, i got a he debo actually, samuel situation going on yeah <laughs> you know he, he just was a little frustrated with that but good 43rd he was taken and then you follow him up man you move down the board a little bit you find the eagles who are in need of some line help <laughs> being that uh they had some trouble there and to get somebody to shore up your anchor your, your you know your your center position who's very smart who can get out they do a lot of things in their run pass option, a lot of zone reads, a lot of things like that um, with Jalen Hurts back there. So that's a good fit for him. And he'll he'll have a tremendous opportunity. I mean, they felt he was a phenomenal athlete, but for them to jump into the sec second round, I'm not going to even be you know funny about it. That was a stretch for me. I, th I thought they had a chance, but to have both of them jump up into the second round, that's phenomenal. You've got to be happy for uh, Cam Taylor Britt as well, falling to a potential, um, you know, great football team for years to come with the Bengals. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's a great land for him. He's going to have a tremendous opportunity with his versatility to probably pay in the nickel early, get into the nickel, uh, maybe even run some safety action. 
um, in some quarters type type situations, definitely in special teams. He's going to have a chance to showcase the skill set that he has there and the speed he has there. Um, and he'll grow. He'll grow there uh, for the Cincinnati Beagles. So that's that's awesome. Um, obviously, we would have liked to see more kudos as well. I mean, obviously, seventh round is not necessarily a guarantee, but it definitely puts you in the mix for Samari Toure. So, yeah, man, I mean, you know, some people thought that maybe Allen would go. We talked about Allen having yeah. potential to go. But, again, I figured it would be a stretch for him. Uh, being that he it, he doesn't create great separation and he's not like a great run block. Um, but those things he'll be able to learn. He's not a great run block tight end. Uh, the one that was very surprising, but yet not surprising, was Jojo Doman. Uh, Jojo Doman, um, they had him listed as a safety. So that's, I think, the confusion about him is a lot of people uh, maybe didn't want to risk a draft pick on it, being that we talked about the injury situation. We talked about the age. We talked about some of those things here on the block. Um, but I also think that with Jojo Doman, just the uncertainty of where to put him. And I think that's why being undrafted may be a good fit for him because he'll be able to show his versatility and his abilities to play and range in, in multiple areas without the risk of being able to 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 take on that draft, I thought worst case he could have went late, similar to Samari Toure, but uh, undrafted for him won't be too bad because I think he can land somewhere with the way that he runs, uh, his great IQ from the positions he can play multiple positions. I think that'll be great value for him uh, to be able to land on a team. Well, I thought you'd be a great perspective because you've been on, on both sides of it. I mean, you were drafted in Major League Baseball. You were undrafted in, in the NBA and then, and, and, you know, kind of used that as inspiration. Um, is that is that what you think needs to happen for Austin Allen and, and JoJo Doman is is maybe see it as a, as a, as a positive that you can kind of pick and choose as opposed to they say this a lot. You know, if you get picked in the seventh round to a team that's already kind of filled up your position and you're just kind of mm-hmm. like, well, we had another pick as opposed to going, OK, you know, maybe they don't have an outside linebacker here as much depth here than there and so I'll pick this spot um, and then I have the extra chip on my shoulder that uh, you know everybody overlooked me exactly I uh, the free agent was the best thing for me I was actually in a lot of ways glad I wasn't drafted because I was able to make more money than most people were were drafted before me you know what I mean those yeah. second round draft pick guys they were locked they were locked into a restricted situation I was so I was able to play. I think they maybe tried to change it up in the collective bargaining agreement. But back in my time, you know, for the time that I played, I was literally able to be in an unrestricted status. Huh. So so I was able to go out and negotiate whatever the height of my contract was after that first year. So sometimes that can go well for you. Uh, being an unrestricted guy it doesn't limit you. It doesn't lock you in. You don't get stuck. And then you're able to kind of go into – different situations and 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 take a look at those situations from a, a purview of where is the best fit for you so those things work sometimes in your favor is, is it a bit of a gut punch though like on draft day when you're you know because obviously the dream i suppose is to be drafted um and then you i mean is there a, a, even a, you know usually probably a, a slight moment or for a second a little bit of self doubt to think i i thought i was i was i thought i was one of those guys and then obviously again you proved it after after um you know a long career that it, you guys made the mistake not me but at least for a moment is there some doubt thinking man i i thought i was on on par with these guys what happened 
Yeah, I think you do have that. I mean, you, you just think about some of the guys that went into the green room that yeah. literally, like, don't get drafted and they're sitting back there in that green room. That I would say that's worse. Yeah. Uh, or you thinking that something's going to happen and you're there with your family. Um, that can be hard, too. Um, I, I had a chance to see that in one instance where there was, you know, one of a close friend of mine's family was waiting we were there with with him waiting 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 and it doesn't happen but he ends up in a good situation uh obviously it's a rebuilding situation but now you'll probably get a a good look and and so that that works well sometimes but it definitely does create a chip i'm not going to even front you you definitely every time you step on the court or you step on the field it's a chip Hmm. you know it's a chip to show you and it, it, if you go late in the draft, I mean, if you go just think of the chip that Aaron Rodgers had where people were basically yeah. Mel Kuyper and the groups of them were saying he was a bust. That was a crazy draft. Those have, I mean, just look at the greatest of all time in Tom Brady. You know what I mean? Yeah. Greatest quarterback of all time. Sixth round, everybody and and the whole family and all pundits and and everybody in sports and non-sports were saying, who is this guy? And and he ends up being the greatest player. So it happens. You look at your Dwayne Wade's, he goes to a Marquette or Jimmy Butler and, you know, those type of guys, they, they get there. And then all of a sudden they show you what it means to be a, a, not only a pro, but that you missed the mark and it happens a lot. And so that's good that some of these guys are going to be able to showcase their skills and, and what they can do at the next level. And I think Jojo Doman and the likes of them will be able to do so. How do you think that the draft kind of reflects on Nebraska? Because I think it's interesting. Uh, like I said, I, I, I categorize those second-round picks. And like you said, don't overlook Samari Touri and all this because the Packers, I mean, that's the that's probably the best place it's to land, right? It's a great fit for him. The, you know, Aaron Rodgers needs um, <laughs> and some new wide receivers. They drafted yeah. three of them. Uh, and, and he showed late that he should be a guy um, that should be on the draft boards. And so, I mean, that's one of the best places to land right now. Uh, and he's obviously, you know, maybe could be kind of the deep threat for them as he is a big play threat in in college i think one of the issues with that situation obviously but the good thing is is that randall cobb is getting older Mm -hmm. randall cobb's usually best in the slot he's not necessarily best on 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 the outside so he's going to get to learn from one of the better slot receivers to do it in the game randall cobb that's that's a great place to be and being that he's he's older, so how much longer does he have? You're going to get to learn. You're probably going to get on the field some if you're able to, you know, do your job. I think he's a better route runner than people actually give him credit for. He has the ability to stretch the field as well, get up into the seams. He does a good job at that. And so it's, and he's got good hands. He's solid there. So learning from a guy like Randall Cobb there and then having Aaron Rodgers, at least for a couple years possibly or more, to be able to throw the rock to you, <laughs> great place in the tundra. Find yeah. yourself. Yeah, I was very excited to see that for him. Uh, but again, to the second round picks, these are, uh, these are guys that Scott Frost brought here. I mean, they were part of his first recruiting class. So as, as we kind of see, um, you know, we make a big deal about it, uh, obviously at the basketball level, is, is get guys to the next level. And um, I guess it's kind of that same conversation, right, where you're now moving guys um, that were part of your first, your first recruiting class, um, you know, Wandale was in your second one. He's moved on, and, 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 you know, we talked about that, but he's part of the recruiting. So when you think about the recruiting that they've done and getting the most out of those those hyper-athletic players, 
do you see that they did that in, in maybe, you know, these second round picks? Cam Taylor Britt, Cam Jurgens. Obviously, with Wando, you didn't get the most because he left and, and, and shined somewhere else. But um, those are guys that are not just, um, you know, I, I call them hyper athletic because they could have played multiple positions. Cam Jurgens came in as a tight end. I think that there's a lot of, you know, a few different positions you could have found for him. Cam Taylor Britt was the same way. Came in, he played quarterback in high school. Um, you know, he played some safety, played some corner for Nebraska. But there were w- rumors and in murmurs around campus about, you know, what, you know, where else can you put him? Could he be an edge rusher? Could it be, uh, you know, could he help out on the offensive side? Um, you know, so, I mean, I, I don't know if Nebraska has guys with that versatility left on the roster, and maybe that's why these guys really shined um, in their, in their you know, 40s and in different um, type of, uh, you know, pre-draft activities that, that boosted them up to the second round. Um, all of this to kind of look back and say, whether it's those two guys or, you know, the, the second team All-American and JoJo Doman that didn't get drafted or the Big Ten tied of the year and Austin Allen that didn't get drafted. It's not all draft, uh, you know, result oriented, but all those guys sounds like quite a package to go three and nine. And, I, and it's hard to believe um, that if you lose that, that sort of package that Nebraska has um, everything they need to replace it. Obviously they're going to try to, um, but it just sounds very weird, but it, I, I believe it to be true. I think that they might have to, to win more games this year with a little less talent than they had last year. I think it's a story you can tell. <clears throat> I think if they win more games, it's a story you can tell and a story you can sell. Right. Um, Because the expectation wasn't for anybody to go that high. So that's a story you can tell. Again, we talk about those particular players, the cams, uh, Cam Taylor Braden and Cam Jurgens, in that they were coached up. That's another thing you can tell you can sell. Right. That they came. They were coached up. They weren't necessarily where they were supposed to be. And yet they still thrived. And I think that's something that you can you can sell and tell. Um, you can expect probably some other people to emerge out of that. Um, hopefully you'll be able to keep them two or more years. Obviously, a couple of them are only short year pass, passing and in, in, in that they're only going to have a year or so. Yeah. But that's OK. Those are just fillers. Those are fixes. And with that, you'll be able to continue to grow your talent, continue to sell the story, tell the story, and then you'll be able to maybe make a run. And like I said, if you can win eight games, you can win you can win six, seven games. You've got a story you can tell. And that's a, that's a good thing, I think, out of it that comes yeah. out of the draft. Yeah, they'll, they'll certainly be on the right path if they can do that. And, and it's, it's it's crazy just the facelift that this team's getting, um, not just from the uh, you know the offensive uh, personnel and um, the assistants, I suppose that they that they moved off of there. But um, it, it's just completely different. And it's also kind of weird as Nebraska adds to the transfer portal. When you say those you know one year or quick band aid solutions, um, you used to kind of think of that through the JUCO route. Now, very occasionally with a transfer. Now with the transfer portal. Nebraska's uh, been kind of, uh, uh, you know, it's been a big talk about Nebraska leaving the Big 12, not being able to recruit Texas since then. Well, at least in the transfer portal, they can recruit Texas. They got a, you know, a TCU and Texas Tech on their defensive line. You got a Texas quarterback. So I thought that's been kind of interesting, too, as, as we followed that along. But I can't wait to see what they what they put out there on the football field uh, this upcoming fall uh, and see if they can, and can like we said, I, I mean, I think win with a little bit less uh, talent, certainly uh, less difficult schedule that will factor in as well but uh we'll take a we'll take a quick break here on uh the block here on 93.7 the ticket but it is time uh to get to the sh- uh, shootout with strict the the game show we gave out week, baby 
It's a new week. <laughs> That's right. $15 to Buffalo Wings and Rings could be yours. Call right now, 402-464-5685. All you have to do is beat Strick in our game show, and that game show will be coming up next. Again, just to get in line, 402-464-5685. First person to call in. Uh, wait through the break. We'll be ready for your chance at $15 to Buffalo Wings and Rings. That's coming up next here on The Block. <laughs> 